If you want to feel your best, I'm talking high energy, good mood, less anxiety, then today's episode is a must. We're talking about how what you eat influences how you feel, how you react, really how you live your life. And I'm giving you three nutrition principles that will give you the physical, the mental, the emotional energy to be the mom that you were created to be. Plus, we're going to give you some action steps to implement it all. So grab a pen and paper and get ready to dig in. Mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Hey friends, welcome back to the Nourished Mom podcast. Today we are talking about something that I love to talk about, which is why I chose to talk about it. (laughs) We are focusing on the nourished necessity of physical health, specifically how what we eat or what we don't eat influences how we feel. So what we eat influences our energy, it influences our mood, Um, It also influences how we react, how we handle life. Our bodies need nutrients to function properly. Guys, our bodies are so amazing. There are so many processes happening every minute, right? Your heart beating, sending oxygen to all of the cells around your body. Nerves sending impulses all around. And then your brain interpreting the world around it and then reacting. So all of these processes depend on nutrients, You know that saying, you are what you eat. And it's so true. What you eat is going to determine how well you feel or how well you don't feel. And I really think that this is something that we have gotten away from in our culture. This is something that our ancestors knew. They knew how to use whole foods and herbs and the things that God provides to heal their bodies, to to strengthen their bodies, and to prevent disease. Guys, have you seen the movie Encanto? Super good on Disney. And the main character, Mirabelle, her mom, Julieta, has the power to heal with her cooking. And as a nutritional therapist, I'm just thinking, man, we all have the power to heal with our cooking. God has provided us with all the things that we need to nourish our bodies, all the things that we need to thrive physically and spiritually, mentally. When our bodies are working the way that they were designed to, our brain functions correctly, all the processes happen correctly, then we're able to process the world around us accurately and react appropriately. 
But when we're deficient, when our bodies are depleted, it struggles to function. We have low energy. We get symptoms like headaches and fatigue and anxiety and depression. These are just all signs that our body is deficient in the nutrients that it needs to function properly. And I know it too well. This is where the Nourish Mom was born. After I had Forrest, I didn't feel well physically. And I, I saw how it was affectingly, affecting me mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And I saw it then and I see it even more now because now I'm trained to see these things. And when I'm not supporting my body, I see the connection, the changes in my mood and my energy and my anxiety and it's just, it's not, it's not worth it. It's so important to nourish our bodies, right? Our bodies are a blessing. Our health is a blessing. And we just, we really need to take care of them and nourish them to be that rock star mom that God is calling you to be. A mom who has the physical and mental and spiritual energy to raise up your little children, the next generation for God's glory. So today, we are talking about three nutrition principles that will give you that energy that you need to do all the things, and we're talking about practical action steps so you can implement them. All right, so the first one is water. Water is the essence of life. So whenever I hear this, it makes me think of the movie Zoolander. Have you guys ever seen that? So the main character, Derek Zoolander, is in this commercial where he's a a mermaid or a man. What is the man version of a mermaid? A merman. And um, he says, moisture is the essence of wetness and wetness is the essence of beauty. So silly. But whenever I think of water being the essence of life, it always makes me think of Zoolander. So drinking enough water is the easiest way to improve the way that you feel. Water is the most important nutrient. Your body can go like eight weeks without food, but you can only go days without water. Every single cell of your body has water in it. It transports nutrients around your body. It flushes toxins and waste out of your body. It improves cell-to-cell communication, and it improves the healing process in your body. And some of the early signs of dehydration include headaches, low back pain, low energy, anxiety, poor mood, and decreased brain function. Your brain uses electrical energy generated by water. So if you're dehydrated, the level of energy that's being generated decreases. So that means the the functions of your brain become less efficient. What? I do not have time for that, right? My kids are coming at me a mile of a minute. Plus, I have other things that I want to do like this podcast. And I know that you have other things that you want to do too. We don't have time for inefficient brain function, right ladies? So drink that water. So how much water do you need? So it's going to vary depending on a bunch of things, how much stress you're under, how much exercise you get. But for a baseline, the minimum amount of water you need is your body weight divided by two. So for example, if you weigh 140 pounds divided by two, the minimum amount of water you need each day is 70 ounces of water. 
But you have to also consider the diuretics that you're drinking, things like coffee or energy drinks or tea. So if you're drinking diuretics, you need to replace that that water that your body is using. So you would take the ounces of diuretics you're drinking and then times that by 1.5 and add it to your baseline. So for example, if you're drinking 12 ounces of coffee, you are going to replace the 12 ounces of coffee with 12 plus 6, 18 ounces of water. So if you go back to our first example, you were at a 70 ounce minimum plus the 18 additional ounces you need for the coffee that you're drinking. Also, there is a maximum. You don't want to drink too much water because it can dehydrate you, which sounds weird, I know, but it depletes the electrolytes. So you don't want to drink more than a gallon of water a day. And now I don't want to just tell you to drink water and leave it at that. I want to give you some practical action steps to actually make it happen. So number one, be prepared. You have to have water around you if you're going to drink water, right? The easiest way, get a water bottle that holds the amount of water that you should be drinking every day and then make it a habit of filling it every morning. So we've talked in the past about the habit loop. So in order for your brain to form a habit, you need a cue. So what is going to be your cue to fill up your water bottle? So I love habit stacking for this. So habit stacking is when you take a habit that you're trying to create and you attach it to a habit that you already have. So what are you already doing in the morning? So maybe you're already getting up and getting a glass of water. Yay! Um, Just fill up your water bottle so you'll be prepared for the day. But if you're not, what are you doing? Are you making kids lunches? Are you making breakfast? Whatever you're doing regularly in the morning, attach the habit of filling up your water bottle to that. Not only do you want to create the habit of filling up your water bottle, but you want to have the habit of drinking the water throughout the day. I also love habit stacking for this. What are you doing throughout the day that you can attach drinking water to? So for me, I feel like I'm always in the kitchen. So I'm always either preparing a snack or preparing a meal or doing dishes or whatever. But when I'm in the kitchen, I make it a point to whenever I go into the kitchen to drink some water. What are you doing throughout the day? Maybe you're answering a million emails at work. So every time you open up an email, drink some water. Whatever you're doing a lot, attach the habit of drinking water to it. Another strategy that could work for you is setting a timer every hour and having that be your reminder, your cue to drink your water. But the key is to make it easy. You have to be prepared with the water in order to drink the water. So get that water bottle. And if you're feeling some resistance, increase the reward. So the habit loop, you have the cue, the thing that tells you that it's time to do the the habit, the routine. The routine is drinking the water itself. And then there's the reward. So the reward is what tells your brain to keep doing this habit because you're not going to keep doing something if there's no benefit for it. So drinking water is rewarding in itself. That's the intrinsic reward. We feel good when we drink water. But if you're still not feeling it, if you're not motivated, add some extrinsic rewards. So get a water bottle that's pretty. Maybe have some nice quotes on it or some pictures of, you know, a vacation that you took or whatever lights you up. Make your water bottle something that you actually want to hold, something that you want to use, something that makes you smile when you pick it up. 
Maybe kick up the flavor a little bit. Make it feel like a treat. Add some berries into your water in the morning. Add some cucumber or some mint. Something that makes it feel rewarding when you take a sip. Okay, so our second nutrition principle is that we need to be getting enough real whole foods. So we talked about this in the beginning. Whole foods in their natural form contain the nutrients that your body needs to function properly. This isn't an accident. God had a good plan. He's blessed us with the things that we need to thrive. So if you're not getting the nutrients that your body requires, some of the symptoms are low energy, anxiety, mood swings, overwhelm, ah! And some moms have been depleted since pregnancy. Growing little humans requires a ton of nutrients. And if those nutrients have not been replenished, you have been living in a depleted state. No wonder you're tired and stressed. You need some nutrients, mama. All right, so what are we going to focus on? On processed proteins. So proteins contain amino acids that produce hormones that are necessary for our genes to function properly, that are necessary for neurotransmitter production. So neurotransmitters are the little chemical messengers that keep your brain functioning properly. So they manage auto responses like breathing and heart rate, and they also play a role in things like learning, managing mood and fear and happiness. So super important. You need enough neurotransmitters, so you need to eat enough protein. So good sources of protein, wild fish, organic meat, nuts, seeds, legumes. So fish and meat, super easy to include in your meals. And a handful of nuts is an awesome afternoon snack. Okay, so we're also going to focus on healthy fats. So don't be afraid of fat. They provide energy. They are the building blocks for all of your cell membranes. And your cells are the building blocks of your body. So it's important that you have healthy cells, which requires healthy fat. Healthy fats regulate your energy and your blood sugar so you don't get that blood sugar dip in the middle of the afternoon and get all hangry. And healthy fats taste good. So good sources of fat are wild fish like salmon, tuna, sardines, egg yolks. Don't just eat egg whites. That nutrition advice is outdated. Eat the yolks. Um, Things like flax seeds, chia seeds. I keep a jar that I grind up flax seeds and I throw flax seeds on like everything, pretty much everything. And flax seeds are also good for your female hormones. So if you're experiencing PMS or hormone fluctuations, flax seeds can be a good addition. Um, Walnuts with a little bit of Lily's chocolate. I love Lily's chocolate. It is um, sugar-free and super yummy. Pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. All right, so I think you got some good examples of fats. And then what about healthy carbs? So the outdated advice is like carbs are bad. You have to count your carbs. But the truth is processed, refined carbs, yeah, they're not good. But you need healthy carbs because they fuel your brain. They're a quick source of energy. And I know we all need some quick energy when we're dealing with those quick kids. They're a source of fiber, which is really good for your gut health. And you got to feed those probiotics. Gut health is so, so important. So what are your healthy sources? Vegetables, fruit. Fruit is the best snack. Starchy veggies like sweet potatoes and pumpkin. Legumes like beans and lentils. 
Okay, so we need some action steps. How are you going to make this real in your life? So you need to be prepared. So you have to actually buy the things if you're going to eat the things. So before you go to the grocery store, you need to make a plan. So I find that it's easiest to start with snacks or meals that you eat without the rest of the family. Don't try to change everyone's eating patterns all at the same time because that's overwhelming. What do they say on the planes? Put your face mask on first. So first start with your eating patterns. So what healthy snacks and lunches can you include this week? Some things that I love, hard-boiled eggs, so easy. I make a bunch of hard-boiled eggs at the beginning of the week so I can throw them on salads at lunchtime or I can grab them for an easy snack. This week I'm loving hummus and veggies. Veggies like some fresh tomatoes, snow peas, I love snow peas. Cut up bell peppers, cucumbers, carrots, whatever you like. Go super good with hummus. Some nuts, some healthy nuts. Um, I love walnuts with the the Lily's chocolate. Did I mention the Lily's chocolate? Yeah, I love that. Um, (laughs) And then fruit. Fruit really is such an easy snack. Um, We stock up on fruit. Apples and peanut butter, little mandarins we love. And I do this awesome thing with bananas where I cut a banana in half and I call it a banana split. So I'll sprinkle a little bit of cocoa powder on there, maybe drizzle some warmed up peanut butter, top it with some walnuts and maybe some uh, grinded up flaxseed and then put a little bit of those Lily's chocolate chips on top. So good. Okay, so what healthy snacks are you going to to include this week? Write them down, put them on your grocery list because if you're like me, I know that if you don't write it down, it's not going to happen. Okay, so our third nutritional foundation is to choose your processed foods wisely. Actually, I wanted to say limit your processed and refined foods, but I want to make it easy for you. I want to make it realistic. We are not looking for perfection, but we are looking for improvement. So uh, processed foods contain additives. They contain preservatives, toxins, artificial sweeteners that can be really harmful to our health. Plus, they are empty calories. They cannot compare to eating real, whole, nutrient-dense foods. And even the added nutrients are not assimilated. They're not used like the nutrients in their natural form. So just to give you something to go off of, these are some of the additives that we want to avoid. So toxic fats like hydrogenated fats or partially hydrogenated fats, processed vegetable oils including canola oil and trans fats, refined sugars like high fructose corn syrup, agave, and even limiting white sugar, just regular sugar. We really should try to limit that. Artificial sweeteners like aspartame, malodextrin, saccharin, preservatives like sodium nitrate and sodium nitrite, Um, MSG, monosodium glutamate, BHA, BHT, and potassium bromate. These are all preservatives that are not healthy for us. So basically, if you're looking at a food label and there are a lot of words that you don't understand and that don't sound like food, well, then they're probably not food and we probably shouldn't be eating them. So what are some action steps that you can take? Number one, I want you to start being aware. Just start looking at your labels. Keep it simple. Pick one to three 
processed foods that you eat regularly. And when you go to the grocery store this week, look at the label. What do you see? Are there words that you recognize as real food? Awesome. Yay, that's good. Are there words that are really long and confusing? Those are probably your fake foods. So recognize that. Do you see some of the words that I mentioned? Those toxic fats like hydrogenated fats or the preservatives like the BHA or BHT or the artificial sweeteners. Just take it all in. Be aware. What do you see? The more simple the ingredient list, the better. In step two is you're going to start swapping things out. So out of those one to three foods that you looked at their label, pick one that you're going to choose a better option for. So for example, if you and your family love potato chips and you look at the label and you see that the potato chips that you usually get have canola oil or hydrogenated fats, Look for an option that doesn't have those. Maybe find a chip that's made with avocado oil or coconut oil instead. Or maybe you guys love Nutrigrain bars and when you're looking at the label, you see that there's a lot of refined sugars. Not only is there regular sugar, but there's dextrose and fructose and corn syrup and vegetable glycerin. I mean, how many different kinds of sugar can you have in one product? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Then you see those processed vegetable oils, the soybean oil. So can you find a healthier option, an option with more real food and less fake food? So maybe you see a Lara bar there. So a Lara bar has ingredients that you can understand. I think like six ingredients. Yes, still has processed sugar, but it's a better option than the Nutrigrain bar. So the goal is improvement. So don't get all confused and overwhelmed in the middle of the grocery store. I've been known to do that when I can't find a good option. You know, if you eat one more week of junky chips, it's not the end all be all. The goal is growth and improvement. So the first step is being aware. Read some of those labels. Check it out. Second step, what is one thing that you can swap this week? If you have questions about swapping out foods, um, head over to the Nourished Moms group. I would be happy to answer your questions about ingredients and different, um, different options for your family. Also, I have a friend who is known as the label detective, and this is her thing. So maybe I can have her ha- as a guest on an upcoming podcast if that is something that you guys are interested in. So let me know. Um, send me an email. Put a comment in the Nourished Moms Facebook group. All right, so there you have it. I hope that today's episode has inspired you and motivated you to want to make some small changes to really be intentional about nourishing your body. And I hope that the action steps have given you a good place to start so you can actually implement this in your life. So until next week, I pray that the Lord blesses you and your family and keeps you safe and healthy. We'll see you soon. God bless. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.